Welcome to At Ease, a podcast for colored girls who fled corporate when six figures wasn't enough. Whether you decided to quietly quit, took a leap of faith, pursued your passion over a paycheck, or are building a side hustle, join me each week as we redefine success by reshaping our minds. I combine my lived experience and conversations with entrepreneurs and Black women to leverage thought work, to reconnect with our bodies, combat burnout, and build businesses. Welcome to season one, episode four of At Ease. As we're getting towards the end of the year, a lot of us are reflecting We might be doing vision boards, journaling, making plans for the new year. And a lot of us are assessing what worked, what didn't work. Hopefully we're celebrating our achievements and maybe making plans to uh, complete things that maybe we didn't quite get across the finish line. This episode is all about systems. What are some signs that it's time to upgrade those systems? And what are things that we can do if we've done an assessment, we realize that things aren't working? What are things that we can do to support that upgrade? I hope you enjoy. Three signs that it's time to upgrade, that you need an upgrade of your systems. And I'm going to be talking about both your systems in business and your own personal systems. And so when's the last time you had to upgrade your phone? I um, did just like a quick search um, with my MacBook. This thing still works. And yet it's time for something new. I had taken it to... um, Someone just to like see, like I wasn't necessarily having tons of issues with it about a year ago, but I know it's running slower. I know it's no longer supported. Do I need to bite the bill and, you know, pay the money for a new one? Or can I just, I don't know, clean this up or do something else and have it last a little bit longer? And so Apple, we're at like five to six years. Google, Android says three years of upgrades, four years of security updates. And so I'm asking you, how often do you upgrade your phone? How often do you upgrade your systems? For me, even with my phone, I have a Samsung. People always clown me like, girl, when you gonna get an iPhone? Probably never. But I've had my phone for about three and a half years. I refuse to pay. I do not want to pay $1,000 for a phone right now. I just don't. Even just yesterday, I found out that Someone has been calling me. They called me two or three times and I didn't get the missed call. So it's time for me to upgrade my phone, right? Um, And so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to dive into um, how you know it's time for you to upgrade your systems. So what is a system? I hear this a lot um, when I get on like discovery calls with people. They're like, oh, can can you implement ClickUp or Dubsado or like a software or like some form of automation. And that is not what I am referring to when I say system. So I'm taking the straight up definitions, right? A, A system, it's a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism 
or an interconnecting network, right? So an easy picture to think about is like the railroad system. You can see how, the, or think about like the Metro or the New York subway, they interconnect. It's a system, they work together. The A train, and they, they work, so the A train isn't crashing into the, I don't know, the C train. And in DC, the red line or the blue line, whatever, right? There, it's a system working together. An alternate definition would be um, a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done, an organized framework or method. So think about like the school system. And what comes up for me, because my goal is really, I support business, people of color who are business owners so that they can really rest, right? We try to do all the things ourselves. Um, we have been conditioned and taught to do more with less, and it doesn't have to be that way. And so when I think of systems, there are so many systems in this world that are designed to work against us, right? So I don't care if you talk about the school system, the justice system, whatever it is, why wouldn't you want to create systems in your business and life that support you in reaching your goals? And so I'm gonna say that again. There's so many systems designed to, whether it's hold us back, oppress us, whatever, Justice system, navigating the school system is challenging. The medical system, why wouldn't you want to create systems that's an interconnecting network or a set of principles and procedures that support you in your business and your life? And that's my goal. That is, that is you know, essentially what I, my mission and my goal is when I'm supporting business owners. So what are the three signs? What are three signs um, that you are no longer, um, three signs that you need a systems upgrade? Someone said that's what they do. They force you to upgrade. Yes, but the reality is yes. So <laughs> yes, uh, so if you're just joining in, I talked about how long Apple Android, how long do they support your phone, right? You get to a point where they are going to force you to upgrade. That is what I am being, that's what's happening to me, right? I've had my phone for three and a half years. I do not want to pay. And yet I also don't want to keep missing calls. So what am I going to do? I'm going to upgrade my system. The reality is though, there are signs and clues that sometimes we choose to ignore about when we actually do need an upgrade in our systems. We try to hold out. We try to do things the way that we've always done it. And that might not be working. So why do we, you know, when we look at our systems, why do we have to wait to the point until we're forced? Until we're forced to upgrade, right? So let's dive in, all right? Three signs that you need an upgrade. So one, your system is no longer compatible with whatever your goals are. If you, for so for example, I bought a house back home and it didn't need a whole lot of work. It didn't, it, most of it was like cosmetic. I'm like, we're gonna paint. I wanna change out these 1970 something countertops, um, upgrade the light fixtures, um, cause they were old as time and replace the carpet. That's like literally all I wanted to do. Well, when the electrician gets in there, like I got ceiling fans for all of the bedrooms, and he's like, well, yeah, so I can do all of this stuff. You're bringing all these 2022 light fixtures in here. 
but your overall electrical system is old. The wattage is not enough to support all of this new that you're bringing in, right? So what does that mean? He's like, I can do this. Like I can change this one piece. I can change the cosmetics. I can change the light fixtures, but the circuit is the circuits are going to keep blowing because the wattage is not enough to enough to support what a 2020, 2022 light fixtures, basically. I'm not an electrician, so I'm probably explaining it all wrong, but that's how he broke it down for me for it to make sense. Um, and did I want to pay? Did I want to pay the thousands of dollars that it was going to cost for me to get like the new, uh, the new box and all of those things for my house? Heck no. Was that in the budget? Nah. Right. Did I have an inspection? Yes. Did that come up? No. But why? The uh, the inspector didn't say the inspector didn't take all the light fixtures out. <laughs> the inspector didn't do that. Right. So once I decided, you know, I want top dollar for rent that I want my house to look a certain way. When I decided to upgrade my light fixtures, I also then had to go and update my electrical. It's the same thing, you know, I had a client who told me they wanted to impact X number of people, right? I want to have an impact on 100 people this year. Okay, great. What is your plan for impacting 100 people? And like, think about whatever it is that you do. If you're a coach, if you're a teacher, if you're a firefighter, what is the impact that you have? And are you able to do it alone? You know, you're telling, the, this person told me they wanted to impact 100 people but they have a full-time job they have a side hustle a couple of side hustles at that and a laundry list of things to do 20 like 20 things related to like what they were trying to impact that they could not get done and it's because they were trying to do it alone so it's time to up if if your system and this person's system for how they got things done was no longer going to be able to support them and having this higher level of impact and being able to impact 100 people, okay? So that's one. If your system is no longer compatible with the goals that you have. Um, two, second sign that it's time for a systems upgrade. Um, if it would be cheaper to replace than to repair, okay? So we're thinking about a lemon here, right? You keep having the same issue, over and over and over again. And instead of damage control, it would be better to spend, whether it's spend your time, your money, your energy on replacing it, right? So I'm gonna use a personal example for this. If you don't know, I got twins, right? Twin boys. And um, they are complete opposites. One is external with all things. He's loud, he yells, he screams, he cries. The other one is very quiet. He internalizes everything. If he's going to cry, he's like going to sit in the corner and do it, right? Where the other one is like on the floor having a whole temper tantrum. I noticed when we came home every day, when we came home from school, there was like this meltdown, right? And the old folks, <laughs> what they, the old people, what they used to call it was like witching hours, have you guys heard of witching hours? But it's like that time, that transition time between end of school and bedtime where kids like can lose their shit, okay? And it made the evenings so miserable 
because one of the, you know, his outburst would impact everybody. And it was like clockwork every single night. And so I'm mad. I'm tired. I'm trying to calm him down. His brother wants attention, but I can't give him attention because he's trying to, and it's like this, right? And it's constant. And so what is the issue that you're having at work, in business, in your relationships, whatever, that keeps coming up and you keep having to use and exert this energy on it and it's not solving the problem. So what I started doing, and it's like you get home, you got to cook, you got to do all this stuff. You got the kids got to eat, right? And so instead of coming home and jumping right into whatever it is that I had to do, instead, what I do now is I come in, we go straight into their playroom and I take 10 minutes, just 10 minutes with him. When even though we have the conversation on the way home, how was school? Who did you play with? What did you learn? How did you feel about school today? Like we have all of the, we have this conversation, just that 10 minutes of time with him every single day when we come in the door made the nights go by so much better, right? No more meltdowns, no more screaming, no more asking and begging for mommy's attention for just those 10 minutes. And that was a small tweak, a small upgrade in our process and procedures in the night that moved the needle, moved the needle much further than the energy that it required, right? So where do you keep having issues? Where can you, the sign that um, it's time for a systems upgrade, when your startup or shutdown is super slow. <laughs> and so that's like in real technology, but think about it. Like when you start your day, when you start work, um, I shared something um, at some point this week. I don't know what day it was. It might've been yesterday, it might've been Monday, that the average employee spends over an hour and a half each day just trying to find the resources that they need to do their job, right? And how much, obviously time, but money that wastes. And so if you are slow to start, why? Are you slow to start things that you're excited about? Um, when I look at even my morning routine, I know that when I get up before my children and do what I need to do for myself, our days go by so much better, right? When I look at how I spend my day and how I spend my time, um, when I work best and, um, you know, doing the things that's going at the end of the day, that's going to support me in my, in, in, you know, tomorrow, um, so if you're slow to start, you might want to look at what's going on. Are you getting out of bed with a sense of purpose? Are you getting out of bed? And I'm using bed, but I, this, you could say, are you going to work? Are you starting the business? Are you approaching your relationship? Like whatever the thing is, are you doing it from a place of I get to versus I have to? Are you doing it from a place of love versus fear? Because our minds are systems too. They're the primary system. And so what can you do about it, right? We know the signs of like, I need to upgrade, but what can we do to upgrade our systems? So one, become aware. A lot of us are walking through life. Some people will say on autopilot, but some of us are not even aware of 
how we're even experienced by others, right? And why does that matter? So I'm going to use myself as an example. Many years ago, let's say seven, eight years ago, I was in a coaching pro in this coaching program. So the one thing I want to say about awareness is sometimes you may not be present enough to really assess what's going on in your systems. There's a lot of times when we can always tell other people, this is what you need. This is what will help you. This is what will support you. Who is that for you? Right? It when when I hear people say things like someone said to me recently, I want so and so to go to therapy. And I was like, "Okay." But when you go into therapy though, right? You can see that somebody else needs it, but you can't see it yourself, right? And so that is why coaching, therapy, accountability partners are so important because we all have blind spots. We have blind spots in our lives, but you have blind spots in your business too, right? As you grow, as you go from a solopreneur to having a team, there are things that you will not be able to see and you're not supposed to see everything because if you're focused on everything, you're focused on nothing. But that's why you get support. Going back to like when I was in coaching many years ago, the feedback that I received about myself, I was very aware about, right? How do people, how were people experiencing me at that time? Kristen's mean. She's arrogant. I heard she's a bitch. <laughs> like all of these things like that people were saying about me. And I knew I was very clear how I showed up, how I came across and how other people experienced me. The place where I lacked awareness was the impact, how I was harming other people. I was walking through life with this mask, with this mask of like, I'm beastie, I'm whatever, and thinking, oh, people know that's how I am. They know I don't mean any harm. This is just, this is who Kristen is. But when I, when, someone woke me up to how I showed up was impacting other people. That was the awareness that I needed to shift my systems. So becoming aware and being open to receiving support so that you can get clear on how you're showing up, right? Um, in business, you know, I hear people all the time, like I make X amount of dollars. We had this much in revenue, yada, yada, yada. Cool. But your client experience is trash. <laughs> like I, you know, people just because you're making money doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, you have a couple, couple happy customers. Of course, you're going to share those testimonies. What about the people who are unhappy? Are you listening to their feedback too? Just recently, I fired like two service providers where I spent four figures <laughs> on a service, right? spent four figures on a service and instead of the pain that it was the pain the time and just like i was so annoyed with their process and so the feedback that i provided is you need to upgrade your systems because your your system is so bad i don't even want the finished product i'm willing to walk away because I'm willing to walk away because the time that it's going to take me to go back and forth with you is not worth it. I could go out here and get a client and do it myself or get somebody else to do it and have an enjoyable experience. 
while getting it done. So becoming aware, are you willing to really see how you're showing up? And are you willing to have someone hold that mirror up for you? Number two, how can you upgrade your systems? Embrace being in the gray area. We, we are very black and white in our thinking. It's right, it's wrong, it's yes, it's no. I always this, I never that. We've always done it this way. That is the, whew, that is the one I hate the most. If you work at any corporate setting, I'm sure you've heard that at some point in your career. Um, and it's that way until it's not, right? Like I remember years ago, I want to say it might have been like the CEO of GM or something like it, it, maybe GM or Ford like laughed at the idea of electric cars. <laughs> laughed. Think about Bitcoin. I, you know, when back in 2013, when people were like, oh, I don't know. I mean, there's still people who are skeptical, right? But there are people who are like millionaires, billionaires off of Bitcoin. At one point, I would say it's probably still the gray area, right? But it's the gray. There are there are more than one, more than two ways to do something. And if you're constantly living in the black and the white, you're not going to be able to see that. And it goes back to the awareness, right? When we can see what other people need, but we can't see for ourselves, we see in black and white. Sometimes we need support to be able to see the gray. And the gray is un it's uncomfortable because it's not what we're used to. I mean, think about it as children, you're taught right from wrong. We do things a certain way. But what if we didn't? What if there's a, more than one way to skin a cat, which there is? I think even, you know, personally in leaving my job, people are like, you left your good government job? Like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, well, y'all, you know, it's like, millions and billions of people out here who've never worked for the government. Shocker, right? There's plenty of people who are out here and who are successful. Even I see someone on here who's a real estate investor, like people who've never invested in real estate will look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> like you want to renovate a house, you know, until you do it. Everything is gray until you, until you figure it out. And then the last thing, how can you upgrade your systems or what can you do to upgrade your systems? Assess the cost. What is it costing you to stay the same? What is it costing you to continue to do things the way that you've done them or to do things the way everybody else is doing them? Let's be clear. I was on a, um, a call yesterday and this is with like process professionals, systems professionals. Yes, it's a thing, right? There, um, it's a thing and... You think people on there talk about mindset? <laughs> they looking at me like, girl, what? You changing people's beliefs. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because it's not enough. It's not enough for me to go in and put some policies and standard operating procedures in place. When you want to build something to last, it has to be flexible. I remember... Uh, fifth, sixth grade. I don't know what grade it was, but there used to be this museum in Ohio called Kozai. And we went, it was like two and a half hours away from where I'm from, go to this museum. 
Um, and it's like a, it was like science stuff. I don't, I don't remember everything, but I remember learning this lesson. The stuff you remember is like so weird. That I remember learning that roller coasters moved, that they swayed. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking like, that's dangerous. Like, I don't want this roller coaster moving <laughs> Like while I'm, while I'm on it. And think about it. I'm from Ohio. Um, we have Cedar Point. I know y'all, some of y'all, uh, we, what do we have here? Six Flags or whatever. If you have never been to Cedar Point, that is the amusement park of all amusement parks. Okay. I don't know if we still have the tallest, fastest, whatever roller coaster in the world, but it's a thing. And so I'm picturing these roller coasters um, these game-changing roller coasters, and I'm like, they move, but they have to move so that they don't break, so that they don't snap. It's the same thing with bridges, right? And so think about it. If you're building a business, your life, whatever, you have to remain flexible. You have to be able to blow in the breeze or you will break. And so when I go into a business, when I'm assessing their operations, I am not just putting systems in place for today. I'm doing it for tomorrow. I'm doing it for so that they can change in five years so that they so that the business can really stand the test of time. And you can't do that unless you believe that that it's possible. Unless you believe, unless you have a systems mindset. CEOs don't last forever. Businesses can le outlive the owner, the founder. And that is what I'm trying to create. There are so many systems in this world that are working against black and brown people. Why wouldn't you want to create systems in your life and in your business that support you? So assessing the cost. A couple months back, you know, I got a story for everything another service provider I was supposed to be working with, they were coming from out of town. I thought, you know, I emailed them. I said, hey, this is the date and time that I want. And they responded in the affirmative. So I'm thinking I'm good to go, right? On my time frame for when I'm supposed to be working with them. Well, two days prior to what I thought was already scheduled, I get a message from them that said, hey, you haven't been responding to my emails. I go back, I look, I don't have any emails from this person. Now granted, it now knowing what I know now about my phone, it could have been my phone, okay? <laughs> it could have been me. And yet, as a service provider, you still going back and forth in email trying to schedule? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Calendly is $12 a month. This service provider lost out on a lot of money because I could not rework my schedule. Couldn't do it. You book something in my slot. I ain't know about it. Someone else got that money. So because you were unwilling to use a, a scheduler, for $12 a month, you lost out on like $1,000. Someone else who uses Calendly or Acuity or whatever else got that money. So assess the cost. And it's not always money. It can be time. It could be your energy. 
It could be your energy. And I think, you know, we talk about limited resources. Your capacity is a resource. Your energy is a resource. What is it costing you? And if the cost isn't worth it, then you can upgrade your systems. If you know anybody who um, has a small business, is needs support in putting their policies, procedures, their operational systems in place, if you yourself need a systems upgrade, <laughs> a systems upgrade in your home, in your thoughts and beliefs, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Don't let $12 a month, <laughs> don't let um, the fear of uh, people being aware of your messiness keep you from making your impact. I don't care if you have one Airbnb, you need a process. You get to choose, you get to upgrade your systems, um, and you get to constantly be in evaluation. What's working, what's not, and how can I improve? So thanks for joining me, guys. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful do you need support in creating systems or shifting your mindset around growing your business? Head on over to kristenbab.com and schedule a call. I'd love to support you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you like what you hear, please leave me a five-star review and share with a friend. I hope to see you back here next week for another episode. And until then, at ease.